Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am Player Tony, and joined with me today are the other three cartoon dogs in my Saturday morning cartoons. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the 2D yet family favorite, Jared. What's going on, guys? Aruben, the tiefling uh, sorcerer, checking in. Uh, my favorite cartoon dog would be Spunky from Rocco's Modern Life. Ooh, good call. Ooh, that's a I, good one. It was a tie between him and one other, which I'll, I don't want to take any once, but uh, what, about, uh, what about you, Alec? Uh, my name is Alec. Uh, I normally play Drell of the Ashborn, but today I am playing Tippy. Um, and my favorite cartoon dog... I would have to go with Courage, the cowardly dog. Mm, good one. Strong that choice. Good Strong choice. That is a good one. Now, before we reveal our next cartoon dog, you're probably wondering who is that luscious, vivacious voice? Well, we have a guest today, a guest DM, actually, and it's Jason. Oh, my God. Who, Hello. Who was here in a previous episode who was going to run a one shot for us today. Jason, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, I'm Jason Portizo of the podcast uh, formerly known as Curmudgeons and Dragons. We'll talk all about the uh, the rebrand and everything a little bit later, I guess. But uh, excellent to be back, man. This is uh, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. What what cartoon dog are you? You know, I thought about this probably entirely too hard. I'm going with I'm going with Seymour from Futurama because I like making everybody sad. Oh, <laughs> oh it's wow. fucking low, dude. <laughs> wow. I just got PTSD with me crying when I was 12 years old. It was a toss up between him and Odie, and I can't think of two more polar opposite dogs. Wait. <laughs> Odie's from what? Garfield. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that. Seymour just waited, bro. <laughs> Tony, which Tony, what was yours? Uh, hold on, I gotta get fear out of my eye real quick. Uh, it's dog on my baby. Oh man, is is bringing back memories. Um, my oh, who did I write down? Uh, <laughs> completely, completely throw off his train of thought. <laughs> Wrecked for the rest of the night. Appreciate that. Uh, my go-to dog is gonna have to be Hong Kong Fui. Ooh, classic. Wow, that is a good. That was a good throwback. Went straight Hanna Barbera on that one. Yeah, that is a good one. Everyone forgets about Hong Kong Fui, so uh, he karate chops you in the face, you know. I forgot about him. <laughs> I'm going um, Hanna Barbera dogs. I mean, like Droopy's almost too easy, right? My Very my tie my tie for uh, second or like first place was going to be pork chop from Doug. Mm, I have him written down. Yep. Yeah. My honorable mention has to be just Scooby Doo. Oh, As a kid, Doo. loved it. Scrappy so you got you got you got Spunky, you got Pork Chop. Uh, do you then go Ren and Spike? I mean, obviously. From, and, and, oh, just, and just round out all too. the original Nicktoons. There you go. Yeah. Ren, Ren, Ren. Why does that as sound in, so familiar? As in and Stimpy. And Stimpy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're dogs. Ren is, Ren's they a chihuahua. Stimpy's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Ren's a Chihuahua, and Spike was from Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember. I remember. Oh, Spike dude. You know what? I should have said. I should have said Spike. Oh, you didn't, dude. My you favorite. Didn't, what you is had an that? Opportunity uh, and this is. Oh my god. Yeah, now you're left with nothing but regrets. <laughs> mm, yep. I. I'm instant. All right. Let's retcon this. Can we just rewind real quick? <laughs> nope. Because now we got to go ahead and go into the rundown, and the rundown is back to Jason's shout out. So. 
Jason, we, we understand you came from Cremungeons and Dragons, podcast formerly known as Cremungeons and Dragons. Why don't you go ahead and plug your future ventures now as yeah. a rundown? Listen, Curmudgeons was uh, was a blast. It was a uh, a pandemic project that uh, a couple of friends just wanted to. We were tired of not being able to play D anD D because everyone's schedule was terrible. So, like, we're just going to talk about it because we can schedule that. And yeah. uh, that went from like a, a funny idea into uh, by the time we called it quits was hundred thirteen episodes, um, with Tony being the guest on number one eleven, almost almost the last one. Um, yep, one eleven, yeah. <clears throat> Good number. That's how we that's that's how we met. So uh Yeah, I just uh, kicked down the door, so I'm joining whatever this is. Yeah. And that's how I introduced myself. <laughs> and then he introduced me on uh he, he invited me on his show. Um yeah. so scheduling issues uh made the show pretty much impossible to do over the summer. Um and then that's you know a, a short hiatus turned into six months. Um yada yada yada, we're rebranding. Um also the uh, the last of the original hosts um had to drop off, so now we have all uh, new host from the so if you listen to the first couple episodes of Curmudgeons, uh, it's a it's all new host, um, save for myself, um, and the the new format's going to be pretty similar, just everything just tighter, like like better research, um, uh, uh, better discussions, and trying to just keep things as uh, as a, a more informative show, and uh, while still being as entertaining as we try to be. Uh, What's that so saying? The, all new brands, same great flavor. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is it's like new Coke, only like better. Coke classic. Yes, this is <laughs> this is the Coke classic, uh, although it is the new Coke. Uh, but new Coke was bad, so this is a bad metaphor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the new show is going to be called uh, Hello Adventurers, which was named after my greeting from the last like 40, 50, 60, 70 episodes. Yeah, and um, we'll have a link for that down below in the show notes. Yep. Uh, at the time of this recording, and actually by the time this episode comes out, we are still um, recording our first batch of episodes. We're looking to release uh, hopefully mid-January in 2024. So uh, what we do have, and uh, I'm sure you'll drop the link, uh, it's bio.link slash helloadventurers. Uh, that'll let you sign up to a mailing list so we can tell you when the first episodes are coming out. And then future stuff like when we drop our Discord and Patreon and stuff like that, we'll use the mailing list for that. Um, and also we have a link to our voicemail. So we can do our voicemail bag episode um, that we're calling Hello DMs. And uh, so if you have any questions about D&D, uh, role-playing stuff, rule stuff, uh, or you just want to gripe about a, a session that you were in, uh, you can go ahead and leave us a voicemail on there, and we'll play, react, and give you some advice. Hell yeah, Jason. I might be leaving a voicemail right after this session. We'll see how this one goes. Cool, because I asked you a month ago, and you haven't done it yet. Oh, <laughs> damn. I was going to say I was talking about this session, but now I got a gripe against an angry DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disadvantage. Disadvantage. <laughs> Bard, play the intro and let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to D&D 404 Tony Plays Edition, where I get to be a player and someone else gets to be a DM, and I get to express and let out all my chaotic energy of being a player. Woo! Gentlemen, gnomes, frog-like people. Welcome to Whitebridge, a fairly small town that itself is nowhere but is on the way to everywhere. Despite the frequent foot traffic, the elven locals are quiet, keep to themselves, and enjoy the boost in business. But it wasn't always this way. Until about two years ago, the elves were under constant attack from a savage band of orcs called the Iron Maws, seeking to strip, the white, uh, seeking to strip Whitebridge of its resources. While many were considered experts in their respective fields like smithing, sailing, hunting, or brewing, none of them were fighters, much less adventurers. 
Their guerrilla tactics only staved off invasion for so long when they feared complete takeover and inevitable slaughter from the Iron Maws, one person was able to rise up and defeat their leader with nothing but his words. Amal, a half-elf priest, was able to bring peace to Whitebridge and was named its leader. The party has received a message from the church to assist Amal in his travel. We open when the party arrives in the Whitebridge town square. So uh, let's introduce who we have entering Whitebridge. Anybody want to go first? Who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and oh, go yeah. first because mine's going to be short and sweet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. My character is Arupin. He is a tiefling level three sorcerer. He hails from a secluded village nested in the shadows of uh, ancient uh, mystical mountains. Um, he was born under weird circumstances and has been very drawn to the uh, the mysteries of sorcery arts. His childhood, he spent a lot of time trying to understand it, but failing, and has now made it his life's journey to then uh, proceed to uh, try to master it. He's driven by the desire to uncover the true potential and mysteries of his heritage and power. That's Arupin, our tiefling sorcerer. Who else do we have? Tony, no, you can, can go, go. Allie. You can go. You can, you can, <laughs> no, 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 go. You, you, go. Go. you want to roll for it? High low. Nope. High low. All right, let's High do low. it. What do you want? Uh, let's go higher. One has to go. All right, here we go. This is this is my roll. All right, this is my roll. I got a two. Would you roll D four? Yeah. Oh, I rolled the D twenty. Um, oh shit! Oh, you want to do that? Okay, I rolled D twenty. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I rolled D twenty. Roll? I rolled it. I rolled it. I rolled a seven. Seven. Nice. On my D twenty. Yeah. Who rolls a D four in a roll off? That's what I'm Bro, saying. Card players, honestly. I got that, a sixteen. Is, nice. There you go. Yep. Wait. Wait. Oh shit! <laughs> I told him. <laughs> shit. Okay. Man, I hope this is the longest part of this campaign. <laughs> All right, my, hello everybody. My name's Tony, and today you guys, you guys I'm are playing. failing above the table player interactions. <laughs> <laughs> I am playing Fropy, who is a little tiny yellow grung, and he's entering Whitebridge today. He's a little confused as he he didn't realize the uh, impact of this pact he made with a large tentacle-like fish at the bottom of an ocean after losing his mother's orb. The This large creature made him uh, sign a contract in order to get the orb back. So he is now out venturing into Whitebridge today uh, to fulfill his end of the bargain from the large octopus-like monster that had recently taken his mother's orb and pretty much blackmailed him into doing his bidding above land. And you see that he's carrying a little jug of water next to him, and he's just splashing it on him every so often because grungs also need to be, um, they need to remain wet. And yes, he's a warlock. I don't know if I said that. Very, very, very cool. And finally, we come to Tippy. Tippy. So Tippy is a uh, forest gnome. Uh, he is a wizard. Uh, he's a little short and stout. He is like warm orange-ish like skin. Um, I would say like orange brown, like a t solid tan. He's got a solid glowing tan, I would say. Probably dirty brown uh, hair on the lighter side, just not like uh, not too dark. He, you know, wears the generic wizard purple robe. Um, but this one is unfortunately just a tad too long. It like kind of drags on the ground um, behind him. 
and recently tippy was kicked out of his village uh he's causes you know a little bit too much mis mischief and uh he caught the school on fire in his village so he was kind of banished um so he's been kind of just jumping from town to town trying to make a little bit of money um and whitebridge is now the current town that he is coming across right so is it presumed that the three of us are traveling with each other already? Yeah, by level three, you guys are have already have already done some adventuring together, and uh, enough so that you guys are known to be a group of three, and that's why this message got to all of you. Oh, perfect. Uh, is there a name for your for your band of characters? We're we're the ATF. <laughs> what does that mean? It's the it's the initials. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wrestling organization. <laughs> Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you! We're just narcs. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. <laughs> okay. um, the HTS. bad nickname. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to brainstorm. We're going to shop. We're going to shop it. We're going to shop it. Yeah, as yeah, a yeah. So entering the town square, uh, you notice that this this is on, on the smaller side, but not. But I want to say small town. It's not quite a village. It is a, it is a full-on town. Um, mostly, uh, mostly elves living here. Uh, although since the peace uh, has has broken, then um, you, you'll see some other races living here as well. But it's mostly elven. And a couple places that stand out, you'll see uh, a trade shop uh, called Stone's Vault, uh, an alchemist uh, called uh, Harry's Extraordinary Tinctures, a weapon shop, armory. It's uh, Cohen's Arsenal and Eronin's Armory. And uh, the the biggest place in town is of course the tavern. This is the Sleeping Unicorn. And your letter has instructed you to meet with them all uh, at the Sleeping Unicorn. Where do we want to start? So as we're walking into the town, you see Froby, this tiny yellow frog, holding a massive orb that's about the size of him with one hand, and he has the letter in the other. He goes, I think we need to meet with uh, a male, a male, a male. And he has it upside down as he's waving it in front of his companions. As he continues to, to wave it in front of his companions. I'm trying to finalize. I'm trying to finalize the voice know, in my same. head. I'm, um, yeah, well, no. Uh, I think it's actually uh, Amel. I think it's Amel for sure. No, it's Amel. I'm like constantly like tripping on my robe as well as I'm trying to like read and walk at the same time because Tippy's just not able to do that. Adorable. He's uh, trying to. You know how he kind of feels like the dad that that's kind of like walking the family around the amusement park, like pointing to the different shops and stuff. And uh, he goes, "Well, uh, I think the uh, sleeping unicorn is actually over here." And um, I look over to Arupin and I say, "Arupin, uh, do you need to stop at a store or anything uh, before we head in there? You need any supplies?" <laughs> and I like kind of like raise my eyebrows at him. I'm all good on supplies. You gotta get to hemmed, man. Is I'm pointing at your robe, Tippy. Oh, did you say hemp? And I turn around with a pipe in my mouth. And <laughs> eyebrows, 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 eyebrows. Um, yeah, Tippy just instantly pulled out like a Gandalf pipe, and he's just started smoking it as as we're walking towards. I think we decided though we're we're just gonna proceed to unicorn the unicorn. But can I make just a perception check of as we're walking into the town, like? the groups of people or whatever that we see around us. Yeah, uh, Are I'll, we I'll, in the minority, you know, is there other frogs walking around, gnomes, tieflings? Like I said, the, the town the town is uh, almost entirely oh. elven. So we stick out like a Pretty sore much, thumb. Yeah. Okay, but they're they're cool. not they're not really paying you any mind. They're they're used to people coming through 
and uh, passing through the town is, is is pretty common no matter what you look like. And they're even they're even generally polite to you. Just a quick little nod and hello, and not really pointing out your differences. I'm just hopping along, well, and as I'm hopping, I'm like meeting Tippy at eye level. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, this this giant frog jumping around with an orb in his hand and the people don't look at us weird so grungs are like two feet tall i'm suspicious i'm so <laughs> suspicious <laughs> you got a problem <laughs> just <laughs> hopping along yeah i'm used to getting looks around with you <laughs> well, don't jump to conclusions <laughs> they'll they'll, they'll uh, politely and respectfully kind of just crouch down a little bit to meet you at eye level and give a polite wave and then back to their business i croak loud gesundheit sir you hear from a, a random in the, in the middle of a crowd. You can't even tell where it came from. You just try to cast a spell on me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they wouldn't speak German. But <laughs> All right, so to the sleeping unicorn then? Yes. We never actually asked, like, what do we get for starting gear? We just have whatever we start off with, or do we have any cool gear? At level three, I'm not really going to give you guys a whole lot beyond the normal stuff. I started with, like, 5,000 gold, if that's cool. Uh, Yeah, uh, about, <laughs> just, four, just about 4,900 of that is in a trust fund, though, that you can't touch until you're Fuck. level 18. Damn right. it. Deal. Deal. Uh, it is not going to get interest. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I wasn't aggressive as I should have been, I guess. So you enter. Uh, it's 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 pretty big tavern. Like even for the size of the town, it's 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 pretty uh, it's pretty impressively large. Large dining hall as soon as you walk in, tables, chairs, booths everywhere. Um, you know, two full working bars. This is where just everyone just goes to hang out. And especially for a town that is known for passersby, this is where everyone is. So you do see uh, there is uh, the innkeeper is behind the bar, all kinds of people at tables, and you are on the lookout for a mall. Does anybody know what this guy looks like, or is he gonna just appear at us all holy like? Uh, I got, uh, no idea. Um, what about you? A Rupin? <laughs> I, keep rem- <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting his name, and I had to, like, pull up the thing and see what his name is. <laughs> I'm just going to add it to my uh, notes. What about you, uh, guy? Yeah, right, that yeah. I've been traveling with for at least yeah. two yeah. levels. <laughs> Ruben uh, looks around, and he's like, just look for the light coming from the the sky <laughs> just looking for holy light basically is what he's trying to or i could probably just go over and ask somebody i walk up to literally the the closest person next to me and i say i just want to ask them if like they know who he is or where he, where he is sure so you you see a um a, a male dwarf soldier sitting next to you um, what are you asking him exactly i i walk over to him and i just uh i take the pipe out of my mouth and I, I use it to kind of poke him with the mouth side, and I say, "Hey, buddy, I'm looking for Amal. You know who he is? Everyone here knows who he is. Well, uh, can you help a you know a new guy out and point me in the right direction? If this help you're looking for, you want to keep the end of that stick to yourself. Oh, hey, hey, I'm cool. I'm cool. He comes by here every day. Just wait. Let me turn it back. All right, real friendly crowd. You poked in. <laughs> I slowly just back away from him. <laughs> he doesn't know about a- ATF, man. He doesn't know about ATF. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd, tough crowd. So from from, from behind the bar, there's a uh, uh, an elven woman. So you guys start in trouble? No. No, so right? You- and I look back to confirm. No. 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 
So you're having a drink then? Uh, can we can we get a, uh, a table and maybe like a booster seat for uh, <laughs> these two? I'll take a cauldron of water. I will have an ale. <laughs> As I start, can I smoke in here? And I just already am smoking. Like she, she's also smoking. Just oh, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Of course, yes. All right, tables are over there. Go pick your favorite. Hey, Selenor, we need the baby seat. Who's the baby seat for? Uh, I think it's you, Froppy. No, that's why I got the cauldron. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna drink that. I'm so confused. You'll see. Oh no. <laughs> oh, is this a weird frog thing? And I look over at Rupin. Mm. It's only weird if you're not a frog. And I look back. <laughs> you see that like when I croak, I now have a tattoo of ATF on my jowl. <laughs> we decided on this, right? <laughs> it's locked in. No. Uh, That's the weird part. We definitely told you don't get it yet. We haven't <laughs> you know, we were still workshopping stuff and uh you just went ahead and got it. I don't know. That's gonna be a painful cover up, and I just walk over <laughs> to a table in the back. <laughs> Those guys sit down there and say there's a huge commotion at the front of the bar. Not like, not like there's trouble or anything. There's like everyone just gets excited and all just starts crowding around the front door. And you hear a lot of lot of murmuring and people just asking, Is that him? Is that him? Is he here? Oh, I think our guy's here. So they, they all they all start parting their ways and he just walks in. And he just has this like <clears throat> not a literal aura, but just like a like just just this everyone is just calm around him. Uh, and here's this half elven man in priest robes. Uh, and everyone is just kind of just fawning at his every step. This you recognize as Amal. I think that's our guy. Hello, hello everyone. Yes, th- th- I appreciate everything. Please go back to your seats. Just, I'm just here for my lunch. And there's like, wow, he's they're kind of walking off and he's really something. Just kind of going back to their seats. Uh, as, as soon as he asks them to, he, they, call, they all go back. And he finds the, uh, the innkeeper again. He's like, are, are my friends here? See her pointing at your table. And even she, even she starts cracking a smile after, after being cold with you guys. And you guys make eye contact, and he starts walking over. I think he's walking towards us. Why don't you go ahead and uh, make some room? And I like uh, pull the cauldron over towards where I'm sitting, so it like opens up a space for a mall to just like sit down. So he's like away from everybody else. So when you pull the cauldron over, I am sitting in it. Because as a grong, they need to be wet at least one hour a day to retain moisture. It's in the character oh sheet. God. And you see me just like with a ladle, just like, just like <laughs> making myself nice and wet and with like little feet hanging out the other side. Mm. Did you do this this morning? I have to do it every day. It's so gross. It's my skincare routine. Okay. It's so embarrassing. He approaches your table. He goes, my friends, ZTF. I'm so, I'm so glad you got my letter. And he, he takes he gently takes the ladle from your hand and starts ladling you for you. Oh, 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 oh I blush. <laughs> you must be Mr. Fruitby. Y- yes, yes. And I croak and the ATF tattoo comes out again. <laughs> it's it's perfect. It'll age beautifully. Thank you. See? And I look at the other two guys. Ruben feels uncomfortable. And if you ever need to join the uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, uh, al- Alcohol, Tobacco, or Fireballs, then... You you'll fit right in. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure this is a, an, an excellent career opportunity for you. People yeah. From, people from other tables start laughing. I guess they're in on it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Arupin, you're, uh, yeah. it is wonderful to meet you as well. I, I adore what you've done with your horns. Hey, you know it took a while, 
lost them once. The, I don't know. They grow back sometimes. It's kind of crazy. Magic's a weird thing. Very. And I'm, I'm and the, the effort has paid off. Ooh. And Tippy. Hmm? And he casts like some sort of, um, it, it, it's essentially a mage hand, but he's just going to kind of lift you up to, to meet with everyone else as, uh, as the gnome. And so he can meet, make eye contact with you without, without being too obtrusive. Oh, uh, thanks for the boost, buddy. <laughs> uh, th- these robes are unbelievable. And I think with the right application, we may be able to shrink them just enough for you. But I will say, the baggy look is in this year. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't mind the, the extra space. You know, I've, I'm still growing. So, uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I try to, like, stand up straight and, like, make it seem like I'm, you know, trying to be bigger than I actually am height-wise. Like, oh, you, you, you don't have much further to go. I'm sure you'll be... Uh, a, a titan among among gnomes with no time. <laughs> I like your style. And this brings me to why I've called you here. I'm, I'm a bit of a regular. Uh, I have to have a private room in the back if we can uh, adjourn there and discuss more privately. Of course, <laughs> ATF always takes business in the back, fellas. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's not keep a great model rating. And I hop out, I splash the cauldron spills over, and I ignore it, and I roll my orb into the back. <laughs> yep. And uh, Tippy says, yes, I would love to join you in your private room, Amal. <laughs> and I try to say it just loud enough for the dwarf that I talked to when we first come in <laughs> to hear me. You kind of just try to flex on him. Uh, yeah, he, he picks up your cauldron for you, refills it with your water, and uh, returns the ladle to you. Uh, hey. I, I believe this is yours. You may need this. Thank you. I need the moisturizer. I snub my nose and continue to walk. He gestures over to the uh, to the bartender. Um, a, a round of whatever they need sent back to my room, please. This one's on me, boys. Ale. Ale. Definitely ale. And uh, some tobacco, please. I'm, I'm a little light. You know what I'm saying? And I jingle my pockets. But I'm definitely just right behind them all because I don't want to miss out on anything. So I'm walking towards the room. She kind of gives her like a questionable look and he just he just nods. Just a tea bag. I can mix it in this bad boy. And I point <laughs> it to the cauldron. <laughs> That's disgusting. She looks confused. But uh, but again, he just gives a, 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 a smiling nod and she adds it to the uh, adds it to the plate. Um, so she comes over with a plate full of uh, uh, two drinks, a uh a, a loose pile of what smells like great tobacco and a uh, one tea bag. As we're walking to the back room, can I, I want to kind of look around to see if I know he's like a popular person. So I, I figure there's a lot of people looking at us, but I want to see if there's anyone looking at us that might have like alternate alternative, like, you know, might not like he's him. Glaring. I guess if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Motives. Give me a uh, perception check to 10. Uh, yeah, everyone who is fawning over him, it is genuine. I mean, how can you not like this guy? So we're in this party room. He closes the door just for, uh, he goes, I, I hope you don't mind uh, the secluded nature, but this is delicate. I've called you here because if you couldn't tell, I need some help. I'm sure you've been briefed on the general history of this town and my, my role in it. And like any other piece, it is fragile. I need to go meet with the Iron Maws and rebroker a peace agreement. Mm-hmm. They are not the ones I'm particularly concerned about. The Iron Maw leaders, anyway. Unfortunately, the path that I need to take to meet with the Iron Maws takes me through an, a neutral territory that is not only uh, walked by people from Whitebridge, 
the Iron Maws themselves, but also uh, a nearby town called Panshaw, uh, a civilization of dwarves. And unfortunately, elves and dwarves have a long-standing misunderstanding of each other. But also, there is a thieves guild called uh, the Black Vine Cabal, who operates in all of these towns. No one really knows who they are. They have not been benefiting from the peace and have made threats against me if I do rebroker. They enjoyed having the distractions of the skirmishes. And all four factions do travel through this area. So, win or lose, I am in danger. And I need you to ensure that I'm not. Well, I think you can count on us. This seems like a pretty standard run in the mill for ATF. What do you what do you say, fellas? Wait, there's two two different things trying to get after us? Uh well three. If you count the cabal. Uh Tippy is just like going ham with a notepad right now. He's just like writing down all of this. So he's like trying to get the uh the picture. Okay, so uh the Thieves Guild, right, is anti peace. The dwarves are pro peace, is that what we said? Uh, you know, I actually have, and he reaches uh, into his satchel. Uh, I, I have a uh, an illustrated history of Whitebridge, and I'd like to gift this to you. It's a coloring book. Perfect. And I just throw the notepad over my shoulder and I take the notebook for, or the coloring book from him. Oh, wow. And it even pops out, too. Look at these pop out pages. Does this tavern have crayons? Well, we have no need for that here. And he uh, casts a uh, minor illusion. Oh. I think I still prefer the crayons. I'm going to be honest. No, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. And then I also cast Minor Illusion. <laughs> I too am a great one. You did, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. I've been practicing. Can you tell? Your Minor Illusion's all in the lines and everything, except for the parts where you chose not to. This is this is art. This this is art. Well, I mean, you got to be rebellious a little bit, you know? All right. So, um, of course, as a man of faith, I myself don't keep much as in ways of, well, stuff that includes monetary however the church is the the center of town it is the 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 governmental center of town as well and i'll make sure that really whatever you need will be taken care of and that includes compensation for your work uh as i'm dipping the tea bag into my own cauldron that i'm sitting in he oh he's he 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 has a tea bag he's dipping it for you oh you're awfully friendly can i get an insight check on him i'm gonna command you insight check Yeah, he seems to be overly nice. A powerful, strong three. Yeah, this this totally genuine. He's he's just a great dude. See, I can get used to this. A leader of a town, a savior of the people, dipping my tea bag. Wow. I guess I can use a nice carrying case for for my mother's orb I've been rolling around here, and there's like a shiny giant clam pearl. Like sit, like just rolling on the floor, very slowly. Absolutely, we'll set you up with my friends over at, yeah, uh, my friends over at Stones Vault. Should keep things like that. Oh, okay. I'll be sure to pay them a visit. You got any? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like some cool spell scrolls or something. Of course. And of course, coin. <laughs> oh, can- coin! I always forget about the coin. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget about the coin coin we will take care of from from the church's end i do have a potion shop in town his his spell scroll stock is not always well stocked but i will let him know you're coming i am on the search for magic 
and I'm sure you know people that know people. I just need a recommendation for them to teach me powerful spells. Spells. And I echo his thought in the background. (laughs) Spells. I don't have a powerful magic user living in the village at the moment, but I know where to find them. When we finish our journey, I will send you in his direction. So you gotta make it in order for me to... Okay. Okay. Well, when do we kick this whole thing off? I've arranged for you to stay here in the the inn overnight. We will leave in the morning. I'm going to retire to the church and take care of final preparations. Uh, We will meet here for breakfast and take off at dawn. When he says final preparations, can I do a check to see if he's lying or like if he's trying to, what is it, deception? Is he trying to lie to us? Which, which yeah. role would it well, be? Well, you, you would do insight. Got a 15. Um, it, it, again, just seems totally genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is a, 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 a long, dangerous journey. There are going to be final preparations. All right. What time are we meeting tomorrow? Dawn. Are we going on foot? Uh, how'd you guys get here? These bad boys, and I lift my feet up. <laughs> and I, We came in on six trusty dogs, and I tapped <laughs> the bottom of my foot. Well, part of my travel will include uh, a carriage and a horse um, and a rider. I, yeah, if you can, I will take a horse. But, you know, um, <laughs> tall, these tall horses kind of scare me. You got any short guys? I have a very nice pony. Perfect. So we, we meet at dawn then. You guys have the rest of the night to see the rest of the town, drink the rest of the ale, whatever, whatever gets you in, in condition. It is important, though. This is, uh, as you can tell, the... The peace of this town means a lot, not only to the people who live here, but to me as well. I like to try to keep the people who live here as happy as possible. And sometimes that means keeping them in the dark. What I really need is a wish. Like upon a star or? Uh, There are many ways to obtain a wish, but they are real. You know what? My wish is about to come true. I'm about to go get some drinks. And I, t- I, I start walking out the door and I tap the top of the, the door frame <laughs> as I head out and start uh, flagging down the bar bartender. <laughs> Real quick, Amal, before you leave, I have a question. Out of out of all these things that you're talking about, all the, the things that could go wrong, if you had to pick one that was your let's say biggest worry or the thing that you, the problem that you would think would happen the, like the most likely to happen. What, what do you think that is? Failure. Whoa. (laughs) Caused by what? I think the most credible threats may have come from the thieves guild. Got it. And I'm like writing all this down. Like on the, I went and got my notepad that I threw over my shoulder and I continued writing it all down. Well, good thing you got a couple of A-listers like us. You don't got a thing to worry about, Amal. We're going to get it, all right? ATF-listers. Exactly. And if they're feeling froggy, then they better leave. Woo! And I try to <laughs> slap the top of the door frame like a Rupin did, but I wildly miss, and I just continue to walk out. I uh, I poke my head back in. Guys, they got mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Woo! On his way out, he uh, flies down the innkeeper. Brista, it's on me. But we have, like, no money, right? Everybody give me um, 2d20 times 5. That'll be your personal stash. I got 140. 180. I got 85 gold. If everyone else is good, I think I'm going to mention to the boys, I'm going to say, hey, uh, 
Fellas, I'm gonna go check out Harry's extraordinary tinctures. I'm gonna go see what they got. And I'm gonna make my way over there. Yeah, I'll take the hop and I trot and hop along next to you, Tip. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can come. F yeah, of course, more the merrier. I blink at him, but one eye at a time. <laughs> I, I want to hold the table just so that we can keep still getting free appetizers and beers. Uh, <laughs> so I give him my money to get me as many potions as healing potions as possible. Okay. If we stay, if one of us stays here, we can keep getting free stuff. Don't lose my spot. Believe me, you, you can fit anywhere. Uh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. And I turn around and walk out the door. It is. It is. And I, I go back to sipping my my drink. I flat tire Tippy's robe on the way out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I stumble. There's a, uh, a half elf behind the counter. Say, hey, welcome to Harry's Tinctures. I'm Harry. Can I get you? Well, hey, Harry. Um, you know we're new to town, and we thought we'd just come in and you know give a little gander and and see what you got. Um, I do need. You got any health potions? My buddy wants me to pick up a few of them. Yeah, yeah, easily, easily top seller. We got tons and tons. Uh, you want healing, greater healing, what you want? Um, what, what's the, what's the, what's the prices? What's the price range? Uh, so your standard potions of healing are 50 gold, uh, greater healings are 100. Uh, I might have a superior healing here. Those are 500. Those, those are pretty high. You know, my buddy's pretty poor. Could you do, uh, let's say a greater for just 85 of those bad boys? You know, I do I do six packs of uh, of standard potions. Those are uh, that's two hundred, but you get six of them. And uh, as I ponder it, uh, let me let me take a look around. And um, I just yeah. I, so I guess I'm just gonna start glancing around just to see um, the different. So it's a very standard potion shop, and um, all the normal stuff is there. All uh, all your standard healing, anything that you can find, like like common and uncommon. So he's got a, a sign out for oil of etherealness, uh, potion of climbing, potion of growth, uh, his standard potion of healing, greater healing. Do you have any potions of maximum power? And I really like glare at him to see what this does before I decide whether or not he has one. It's the uh, it's the first time you cast a damage dealing spell of fourth level or lower within one minute after drinking it. Instead of rolling dice to determine the damage dealt, you instead deal the highest. Yeah. I've heard of it, and I might be able to procure you one by morning. But and he checks his uh, checks his notes. Those are seven hundred fifty gold. <laughs> I'm I'm like I. Uh, <laughs> Tippy's like still smoking, and he's just like coughs up like he took way too big of a hit as he was saying that, and he's just hacking up a lung. I open <laughs> my giant frog jaw and like take a gander inside, just so I keep all my money. And my, perhaps <laughs> next time, and I hop out. Actually, wait, how much were the potions of healing again? 50, standard. 50 each? Uh, yeah. I will take two, and I slap 100 wet gold right on the countertop, covered in frog saliva. Uh, you know, if if you like, uh, I know the six pack might have been more than you needed, but I do have a four pack. If it's uh, buy three, get one free. And I spit out the extra 50. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have four, you have four potions of healing. I'll take the uh, six pack of the regular, please, and I slap down two hundred in one one tall stack. You know, have ten potions of healing in your party. And um, yeah, I uh, go ahead and um, I think that's all I really wanted to do. So um, I, I'm just gonna head back to the uh, unicorn. Okay, same. 
and I flat tired Tippy again, walking out. Fuck. You really gotta have this thing. Yeah, I'm growing into it. Give me a second. Growing sec. into it for weeks. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's back to the unicorn then? Back to the unicorn. I have a good angle, but it's through a bunch of people at the foot side of the door. So I'm constantly like having to dodge left and right to see if uh, I see a frog start sure. <laughs> hopping in. Eventually I see him and I try to wave to him, but it's pointless because they can't even see me. A small crowd starts to like part a little bit because there's this tiny little frog. Uh, barging into their bar. When I bathe in the green tea, it really does a lot for my skin. You know, my leathery no, but skin. I'm telling you, it's the lemon and ginger one. It's really one. Wait, that's so try. common. It's, it's common. It's common sense. You want green tea? Good for the giddles. So, uh, you guys, you boys want to head up to the room, or what do you guys want to do? I mean, it's still pretty early, and I hold up the beer and the the cheese sticks. Yeah, why don't we just take it all back to the room? You know. Mmm. All right. I order one more tray of cheese sticks for the for the road. <laughs> she rolls her eyes and is like, <sighs> one more pile of cheese sticks for our friends here. You know, one more ale, maybe? And I raise my eyebrows at her as I'm tapping my cup. Yes. Starts pouring your ale while <laughs> maintaining unbroken eye contact with you. I bat my eyes at her. <laughs> it is not that kind of eye contact. And I slow turn away from her to walk up the stairs. I don't need anything from you, sweetheart. But you did pre-chill my bath upstairs, right? To freezing cold temperatures? Of course, sir. Thank you. And I hop up the stairs. We're the worst. All right. So we're retiring for the night then? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a uh, pretty well-kept in. Nothing happens overnight. End of act one. You hear froggy snores. Uh, can you give us a demonstration, please? Perfect. No notes. I mean, it sounds like your normal store, quite wow. honestly. Wow. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> So you guys uh, wake up in the morning. It's just before dawn. I guess I kind of just look at the group and I say, did uh, Amal told us where to meet him? Uh, do we get that from him? Uh, he, he did tell you when uh, when you guys are going over everything, you're going to meet in the in the dining room of the of the sleeping area. So my hair is um, a complete mess, uh, but I look in the mirror and I minor illusion it to be just completely slick styled. Um, and I just look at the crew and I say, I'm ready. So you guys uh, come downstairs and you uh, enter the dining room. You guys want to try to order breakfast while you're waiting? Yes. Definitely ordering breakfast. Um, I'm just snagging flies, zooming around the room with oh, my long plenty. tongue. Yep, and there, I there's, just there's some there's some stale dry beer from last night. They are there are flies. Nice. Uh, after you pick up a couple of them, the innkeeper kind of looks at you, is like, you know, you're not so bad, because she because she was like shooing them away. I was bad, <laughs> as I am shocked and appalled. All right, babe, there's some people milling around with uh, you know, whatever their version of a bloody mary is, and some uh, some breakfast meats or. Getting, uh, getting served out. Um, you don't see Amal yet. So he's late. Here we go. I take it Amal's not one to be uh, late, right? He's pretty. He's a pretty punctual person. He's usually the type to stick with what he says. Mm. Yeah. Can we ask the bartender if she's seen him? We might have missed him. Haven't seen him since I saw him with you last night. Hmm. Well, he said he was going to the church. That's where he lives, yeah. Maybe we should go investigate yeah let's go let's go take a look let's see if he's over there so towards the church then yeah yep okay so so far you guys have really just seen the town square uh and then beyond the the square is mostly residential and there is a, a very large uh very obviously temple building 
Uh, not only is this the, the temple of the town, but it's also where most of the governing, uh, governing happens. Um, with Amal being the leader of, of the town. So it's pretty it's it's pretty clear where it is. The door to the church is open. Is it normally not? Does it seem abnormal? Uh it's like it's oh. it's it's wide open. Mm. We're like you don't expect it to be locked, but maybe not like with the door open. Mm. Okay. That's the that's the part that stands out. So much for an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I just Can picture I him it? laughing like that, and he's l hitting the high notes every time he's in the <laughs> <Yep>. air jumping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's great uh, I hop in. Right. Yep. So we're gonna into the, the foyer of the church. There's there's uh, another door further up. Um, there's a young elvish priest, and by young I mean you know visibly young by human standards. Uh, for elf, he's probably about fifty or so. He looks you know kind of scared. Wait, stop, stop, guys. Who who are you? Who are we? We're friends of Amal. Who are you? Well, how do you know Amal? I don't know you. Uh, just saw him last night. Yeah, he just hired us to help him get to another town. He was supposed to meet us this morning. You saw him last night? Yeah. Yeah, over at the unicorn. He gave us free food. Was he, was he nice? Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, he was unbelievably hey, nice. He was awesome. He was nice. me. That does sound like Amal. He, he's still here, but he's, he's not himself. I, I, I don't, I don't know what happened. He was muttering to himself about, about a wish and said he found it. And now he's just, he just went crazy. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Can we see him? Where is he? He's locked himself in his quarters. I, I, I don't really know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's doing. And I'm very sorry. Could you take us there? And I show him the note that Amal had sent to us uh, requesting our presence. And I hand him that note and be like, well, he met with us last night. And uh, he, we actually all know, set to go know, on his journey. I know. I know. I know. And he's like grabbing his head. He's going like squeezing his temple. He's like, I know. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm like, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'd be rolling initiative. Okay. What? What? Uh, oh, jeez. It's a trap. He kind of runs, uh, just like cow cowering in the corner. That's a nat 20. Ooh, I got a 22. Got a 16. <laughs> As you're talking to this uh, this elvish, I'm gonna, I'm just going to say child, even though he's like 60. He looks scared and truly, when you, you know, repeating "I'm sorry" over and over again. From your feet, all three of you, your shadows start to animate and start and start coming at you. Our shadows animate and come at I us. I am excited. They do detach themselves from the floors, and now they are, you know, like black apparitions sitting in front of you. Uh, Ruby, you're first to act. Each each of your counterparts is standing right in front of you. I know uh, Tippy got a nat 20 with a 22 as well. I'm going to let him take priority in this one to respect the nat 20. Okay. First act. Uh, okay, so I am actually going to... I'm going to try to just... I'm going to cast uh, Detect Thoughts on the guy that like ran into, like ran away from him or ran away from us. I, I want to just try to see if I can get in his head and see what he's actually... Sure, so you get like surface level thoughts. And it's and again, it's just him repeating over and over again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I hope nothing bad happens to these guys. I I, I don't know what what's gotten into Amal, but 
he he made me do it. I hope they forgive me. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um. So, guys. Uh, I think that guy is making these shadows come up to us. Um. And I, yeah, I guess I just kind of relay that back to the the team that it back to ATF that um this guy is most likely behind it, which is I. I'm just going to go with what I was already thinking. So cool. And I think that's is I, I try to just move and see if my shadow stays with me. So I'll move like 10 feet and see if it like chases me down. Uh, he is going to get an attack of opportunity. Oh, nice. It's a 15 to hit. <laughs> that hits. Oh, you know what? Can I, as a reaction, cast shield? Uh, yeah, that's a mm, plus five AC. That is. And it would cause it to miss. Uh, that's you then. I mean, then you get to, you get to move. Well, imagine this. As my main action, I'm going to use uh, my ability to summon my packed weapon, which is a rapier. And as his packed weapon comes out, I'm gonna flavor it as the creature I made a pact with. You see that my arm becomes all tentacly and gross, similar to like an octopus. Yeah, uh, love it. appendages, love it. Love and then it. A, sh a purple fire, and then a rapier uh, forms into my hand. That's going to be my action, and I'm just gonna stand off and croak at the shadow waiting for its uh, next move. Arben, that's you. Perfect. I am going to do something similar. For my shadow, uh, I turn and face him and just mutter, I've been waiting for this moment. And I cast Shadow Blade, <laughs> which is a second level spell. And if I attack something that's in dim light or darkness, I get advantage on my attack roll. Which, if they're shadows, Seems like that works, but I will defer to the DM. They themselves are not, but the foyer is dim light. Okay, sweet. Okay, so then I rolled a 19 then. So cool, that hits. 15 damage. Shadow actually dissipates. All right, dude, this thing's sweet. Um, I'm gonna move over since I haven't moved yet. Um, I'm gonna move over to the closest shadow to me. All right, I move to Froopy. Uh, this is going to be. One of the shadows turn is the one that was copying Tippy. It's going to advance to 10 feet and make an attack. Uh, not great. It's a 14 to hit. My shield is still up, right? Yeah. Then that misses. That is going to do it for that shadow. This is going to be Fruppies. Uh, again, 14 to hit. That is going. Ooh, I have a 14 on the nose. That's going to hit. hit. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be seven necrotic damage. And I'm going to reduce your strength by one. Uh, awesome. That feels fantastic. <laughs> Alright, this is back up to Tippy. Yeah, it looks like there's there's no running from this thing. Um, so I'm just gonna cast firebolt right. and I'm just gonna try to hit it. Uh that is gonna be a twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three is going to hit. And that's one fire damage. Actually zero fire damage. Boys, it looks like they don't like fire. Or I guess it means that the actually I think they do like fire, because <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does anything. And I just kind of relay that to the team. And that right. is my turn. Fruity, you're up. Well, let's see how it likes cool tentacle blades. Huzzah! And I go to attack <laughs> it uh, with my magic rapier. Ooh, that is going to be a 15 to hit. 15 hits. And is going to deal. Yeah, eight points of magical slashing damage. Uh, Arupin, that's you. I'll just stab it in the back while it's uh, not looking at me with my my new good old good old shadow blade. 14. 14 hits. Uh, and the damage is 
five. <laughs> nice. What kind of damage? Psychic. And then um, I'll stay where I'm at. The shadow itself is like starting to fade. Still, it's still, it's still made out of darkness, but it's, there's less of it. All right, this is Shadow Tippy. Uh-oh. Shadow Tippy. His footsteps go right through the bottom of the road. Uh-huh. He walks so clean. Comes at you with a drain attack. I am rolling like absolute garbage. That's only a nine. That will miss. I'm sure it does. He's gonna take a bonus action and hide, like just dip back down to the floor, disappears. What? Oh no. That's no friend. Uh, this is now Fruppy's shadow. Going to continue attack Fruppy. Poorly. That's an 11 to hit. That's going to miss. Yep, I'm sure it does. Uh, also going to disappear into the floor. Oh. Tippy, you're up. All right. I am going to just take out my quarter staff and just hit. I'm just going to try to whack the shadow. Sure. Uh, roll disadvantage. Um, so that is uh, going to be a nine with disadvantage. Uh, nine will not hit. Um, okay. So I guess then I'm just going to stay still. It's fine. Yep. Fruppy. Well, it looks like you already saved me the job of flattening you, and I try to attack the floor again. All right. Uh, you attack, with, attack with disadvantage? Sure. Uh, do do Huzzah! Ooh, I got a... Oh, damn, one of them was a nat 20. I'm sure it was. <laughs> uh, 14. 14 hits. Yeah! It's going to deal a whopping 10 points of damage. So you're, like, feeling around the floor, just, like, kind of, like, just, like, watching... And then uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see a little bit of movement and uh, and you're able to just stab right through it. Like I'm trying to punch the ghost hiding in my bathtub with the curtain closed. Like, oh, <laughs> and I get him. Now you my turn as I stand on guard. Yep. So that one's going to gonna dissipate as well. Ooh. So now we just have Shadow Tippy. Urban, it's you. I run over to that shadow and uh, stab the stab the floor as well. Sure. Roll with, with this advantage. Disadvantage? Oh, no. He's still uh, hiding. Okay, I got an eight. Eight won't hit. Ah, I uh, seriously mess up the floor where I stab with my uh, shadow. You know, the the room around you guys is like not in great shape. Like something, something, something happened here. Yeah. Um. So you know, the, you can just blame it on the other guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my turn. This is the shadow's turn. So he's going to continue to try to attack Tippy. Um, God, that's a nat twenty on my end. <laughs> uh, that, that misses my first one. This is thirteen necrotic damage. I guess a wizard. I know. That's why 13? I'm like. That's, that's why I'm pausing Woo! to see if he's <laughs> see if he's still twitching. Uh, I'm I'm standing. <laughs> standing. Um, All right. Yeah, just not very good thing we got those health potions. Uh, uh, it's going to. It guys, is going to, uh, guys, can you help, please? Hold on. There's there's one more. Oh, uh, guys. You're gonna reduce your strength okay. by three. Ooh. But you're a, you're a wizard. No one cares. But yeah. that's Shadow's turn. Back at the tippy. All right. So I am going to. So I guess my question is for your for your campaign. Um, how do you do health potions normally? Oh, uh, yeah. My this is one of my favorite house rules to use, and I kind of almost treat it as default by now. So uh, sorry for not being clear earlier. Uh, I am a big fan of the um, the bonus slash max version of it so uh you can use health potions as a full action um and get their full um potential out of them so like a standard health potion would be an automatic plus 10 okay um because i'll just assume that you rolled the highest on everything or you can use health potion as a bonus action and do your normal roll okay 
uh, then I'm going to just look to my team and say, ATF, uh, can we come together, please, and kill this thing? And I just <laughs> down one of the health potions <laughs> <Sure. laughs> um, as my full turn, and that sure. is going to be it. Yeah, take your 10 HP. Nice. Fruby, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to, as a as a natural-born frog, uh, I can make a 25-foot long jump without a running start, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop over. And uh, could have walked with that, but what fun is that? No, I mean, walking is kind of hard for me. I'm a little insecure about it. So I hop Fair. over and I slash down with my sword with a uh, beautiful strike. Is it uh, at disadvantage or did he pop back out? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't go back into hiding. Oh, here we go. Who's it? 16. 16 hits. Nice. And we're going to do. Wow. That's max damage. We're doing nice. 11 magical slashing damage. Beautiful. Actually, good amount of damage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's starting to fade. Nice. Let me lift your spirits there, Tippy. And I end my turn. Cool. Arubin, you're up. All um, right, I go, I go not to be outdone by, uh, by Froopy. I go to try to stab at him again. It's 11. 11 just misses. Oh, I got oh. done. <laughs> As I miss, I'm so embarrassed. I turn red. You stab right through the uh, the cauldron part of the shadow. It's not a competition. And I look at Tippy. It is. It is a competition. <laughs> uh, this is now the shadow's turn, and uh, he's hell bent on taking down his counterpart. Um, another drain attack on Tippy. This is I finally rolled these. Like twenty-one to hit. Ooh. A uh, twenty-one to hit hits. It's only. Five, five necrotic damage. Oh, I mean, that's still a lot in my books. Sure. <laughs> uh, and your strength is reduced by one more. Okay, so oh, when does it go down to negative three? Is that... So, I meant... You said it goes down by one more, though, right now, right? It's because I was at five, so now it's at four? Is that right. what you mean? Okay. Now, if your strength hits zero, you do die. What? Okay. Yep. Uh, Did you strength that? <laughs> it What's that? Is, it's minus... It will, oh, uh, the number four. It's at, at four right now. Oh, my God. Um, that's the shadow. Tippy, you're up. So it, the shadow is up, right? It's not in the ground? Correct. Um, then I'm going to just try to hit it with my quarterstaff. Yes. yes, sir. And that's a 15 to hit. 15 hits. Beat his ass. Beat his ass. That's <laughs> one damage. What kind of damage? Uh, just bludgeoning damage, I think, with quarter stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it just goes right through him. Guys, please help me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna just try to get 25 feet away from him. Okay. Is that gonna that's gonna proc an opportunity attack or no? Uh, yeah, I guess I should try it. Don't move, stay. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, no, we got him. We got are, him. Are you, are you, Don't you go nowhere. You're good. It's 11 to hit. Uh, that's going to miss. That's up to Fruby. Yeah, I'm just going to do what I do best, and I'm going to croak and slash. And that's going to be oh, an 8 to hit. Yeah, it's no good. Ugh. Wait, you said you got me, though. <laughs> I I lied. <laughs> oh, It was an accident, I swear. That's not good. Um, so can I, since he ran away can i put myself in between the shadow and him uh yeah you can do that yeah i'll use my move action to put myself between the shadow and tippy so the shadow has to go through me sounds uh, good potentially sounds good and that'll then i'll end my turn that goes to a ribbon i attack it <laughs> do it uh, uh well i got an 11 and that barely misses yeah it does so the two of us have surrounded him and then uh 
Tippy's far enough away that yeah, you'd have to I'm run. Yeah, I'm farther okay, away. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Never mind. I'm not going to burn a thing. So, nope, that's my turn. All right. It goes back to the shadow. Um, and while he's like, you know, ravenously trying to get the Tippy, he realizes he has to go through you now. Yeah, I'm super pucked right now. Oh, my God. He's going to go after Fruity. So I'm gone. Nineteen hit. Mm, yep, the hits. Takes the same space as you. That like puts shadow like around you and starts like draining your strength. Uh, this is going to be seven necrotic damage. Yep, that'll do it. And lowers your strength by two. Uh, yep, Tippy. All right. Um, so uh, I'm gonna cast a first level magic missile. Cool. Two damage from the first one. Great. Second. The uh, second one is three damage. Cool. The th- the third one is going to go right through him. Because uh, the second one is going to disappear. Awesome. Um, so, like, this, you know, the action happens concurrently. So, like, this thing is, like, trying to get through Fruppy, move around him, and is still, like, trying to trying to attack you, his counterpart. And then in, in midair, like, while he's coming at you, just all, you know, missiles come at him, and just poof, he's gone. Oh, you did it, Tippy! Oh, my God, guys. <sighs> just super tired. <laughs> Just like, oh, I feel so weak. <laughs> what what was those things? So you have these uh this crying elf in the corner. Um it's like you 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 got you got them. What's it thing? Thank you, thank Torm. Thank the gods, thank I, I I'm i I'm so sorry. Uh here, here. And being being a uh priest or a low level cleric, he does cast um greater restoration and is able to give all you guys back your strength. Whoa, awesome. Wow. Oh my god. <sighs> so, real quick, uh, we appreciate the heal, but what was that thing? Um, or, like, what was even going on? Like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that. I don't know what they were. They seem to be shadow monsters. Um, but they, I think they might have come from whatever has gotten into Amal. He, he's not himself. I don't think he was responsible for that. Um, I think things are just, things are just getting bad. Wait, why were you apologizing earlier? Yeah. Amal ordered me to stall you. What? Oh. Stall? Stalls. He invited us. So that the shadows would have a chance. And I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't. So where is he? He's in his quarters. Or in, in, in the in the back of the church. Can I do an insight or whatever to see if he's telling the truth? Sure. Amal was trying to get us got. Eleven. What is with eleven? My goodness. Yeah, with an eleven, um yeah, he he, he did not know. I, I, I would very much like to be away from this place. Um will you let me go? Uh n- n- <sighs> I don't know, guys. What do you think? I I, I don't have much. I I have really just my my weapon. He has a uh, a, a nice looking but not super powerful looking mace. You know, then I can I can go arouse the others in the town. I was actually sneaking up behind him just just for precaution's sake in case he did anything. But then he says something about uh, loot, and I'm like, oh, okay. Where where is all this? Hang on. What do you, wait? What's what do you got? Well, this was a gift when I joined the priesthood. Mm, so they're, they're, I see that. Sure, it, it is. It is just ornate. It's not. It's not magical. This be considered a standard mace. 
I'm gonna grab the little elvish boys by the cheek and have him bring him real close to my froggy face. He is shaking. He is shaking. As he looks into the black orbs of my eyes, as I have the haunted one background, and as sure. he gazes oh into my dark, horrifying <laughs> past, into the windows of my soul, he sees the maw of a kraken from the deep, and he goes, listen to me. Is Amal trying to get us, Scott? Amal is trying to destroy everything. Everything. So he's trying to wreck the deal? He went from being this benevolent, just perfect person, and just overnight, he's just a, a, a madman. I, I don't know what's gotten into him, and I'm terrified. You, you said it, it, something about his wish? He thinks he may have found a way to get a wish. Oh, so he's become, like, obsessed with getting the wish, is what you're saying. I don't know if this is from the method or from the wish itself or just his own madness. But I bring his face back to me and I'll be like, well, I'll tell you what, if he's got a wish, he's going to wish he never met us. And I let him go. I'm like, come yeah. on, boys. Let's go deal with this this guy. I, I chuck the the unmagical weapon at him. Keep this. You're going to probably need it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, should I get help? Or do you think we should keep this to ourselves? Don't tell anybody. But close the doors. The church is going under some croak renovations. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He takes his maze. Takes his maze. Oh. He, he drops it, and then he picks right back up and scuttles out. All right. Lock the door. Oh, wait. Cheese sticks. We're going to get hungry later. And I'm going <laughs> to gather back up with the guys. And uh, listen. If Amal is keeping this place together and he had a, uh, a shadow oopsie, let's so to, so to speak, there's a good chance that we're going to have to, you know what I'm saying? Going to have to, you know, um, you know, put him to bed early, sunset this project. But the people need the hero, need to know that he's died a good man. Otherwise, the whole town is going to go good. But we don't want that, right? I agree, sir. I, I, thought, I told you to go lock the door. Cheese sticks. I try to go back to my huddle. <laughs> I, th I thought you were talking to him. Uh, no, I'm talking to the group. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. You're, you're, you're talking you, renovations, you. and I hold up my finger, and it's got like a little fire spark, and I'm like, eh? Eh? Like we're about to burn the place down. I do agree. This place definitely needs some more light. But we'll uh, cross that bridge mm -hmm. when we get to it. Let me go check out our buddy. All right, so he's, he scurries off. You do hear the doors slam behind him. This uh, So you're still in the foyer of the church, so there's there's uh, a door to, me to get to the, the next area. Uh, yeah, I say we do that. What do you What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Before we open it, can we do like a a listen just to see what's on the other side? Sure. You want to just like hold your hold your ear up to it? Yeah. I'll so you're do touching. It. So you're touching the door. I hate the way he asks that. Yeah, I am. Cool. Nothing happens. I just love fucking with you. Oh guys. my god. <laughs> that's, that, why you love fucking with us is why I hate uh, how you ask. No, that. but that's the thing. So me. you're touching the door. I need to know yesterday. Oh yeah, I love this. Uh, I'm able to show you my, my new mimic tattoo, by the way. So. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Um, love mimics, but they're not in this campaign. Uh, or Fuck. are they? They're not in this room. I'll tell you that. The campaign's uh, a mimic. Oh. <laughs> the church is a mimic. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you put your ear up to it. Um, you hear nothing. Is it an ominous nothing, like a void of sound, or just a lack of sound? No, it just sounds like an empty room. I croak and I scare myself for a second on how quiet <laughs> it is. I mean, you know what they say, life has doors so that we may open them, and I open the door. Cool. Um, it opens into a not-too-long hallway um, that ends at another door. Hmm. So it seems that the 
church goes from the foyer into a hallway that would then lead into uh, what you would assume would be like the main like church room. Not too bad. Not that long of a hallway. Would the shadow guys be magic? So they, if I did detect magic, I would have a chance. Like, no, since I they, am magical, did I notice that they were magical as well? No, in, uh, in, in keyword terms, they're considered monsters. But I, I won't stop from casting uh, detect magic anyway. If you're looking for anything else, I don't know what else to do in this room, so why not? Uh, the door closed. What? When I cast that? The second, the second door, the one in front of you. Whoa! What was the name? Did we we didn't get that guy's name? <laughs> the guy that we just talked to. You didn't ask. He does have one. Ooh. It's gonna be real awkward when you meet him again later. Look, we'll just call him the crying child. Is he still out in the uh, the other room? Oh. No, he's, he's straight away. He wanted to get the fuck, fuck. away from this. Now we're never gonna be able to leave an accurate review. <laughs> I would like to uh, investigate the door, the magic door. Sure. Uh, as soon as you get even close to it, I'll say within ten feet of it, uh, the door starts talking to you. So, halt! Uh, uh, oh. No one, no one may pass uh, unless they answer a, uh, r- 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 a riddle. A, a riddle. I'm pretty good at these, boys. I have keys, but no locks. I have space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go inside. What am I? I look over at a Rupin, like he stole a door, right? Like, the, is that the door? <laughs> what was the rest of it? Keys, but no I locks. have keys, but no locks. I have space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go inside. What am I? Uh, you're flammable and in front of me. That's what you are. Oh. I'm just gonna tell you right now. <laughs> no, no, no. You have, to, you have to answer the riddle. It's the rules. <laughs> a key. A key with no. Wait. What? What was it again? I'm. I have the memory of a frog. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I have keys, but no locks. I have space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go inside. What am I? Oh man, I want to say a keyboard, like a PC keyboard. A bit anachronistic, but that is correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Oh, and now I'm sorry. Well, it's a what? It's a keyboard. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's like it's like it's like uh, space, writing space like writing bar. it's like writing scrolls, but faster. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Congratulations. Now, the more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Come on, guys. Uh, this is a classic. The more I take, the more I leave behind. Tank, leave. The more you take. Time? Incorrect. Ha ha ha. This is kind of taunting you. Shut up, door. You door. Look what I can do. And I walk away. Look what I can do. <laughs> wait, wait. It, it's It's footsteps. Oh, footsteps. Yes, yes. Ah. All right. Now, I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. I have no body, but I come alive in the wind. What am I? First off, hang on. Is this the last question? Because if we answer in any more of these. This is a <laughs> tricky one. I asked the questions I'm here. I'm remind you, you're flammable. So, breath, but no mouth? I speak without a mouth I'll and speak. hear without ears. I have no body, but I come alive with the wind. Uh, how? Close enough. It was an echo. Ha <laughs> ha. These uh-huh. are fun. Oh, these are great. 
<laughs> oh my god, guys, I, maybe I'm not good at these things. Fuck. Oh, two for three, not so bad. All right. High five myself. All right. Next one. I have Wait, cities, what? but no houses. Wait. I oh have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. This thing's wasting our time. How many more of this door? I ask the questions here. Mm, all right. Look, here's what we do. Tippy is like frantically trying to write all this down and he's just like <laughs> tripping because he can't seem to put his finger on any of these. Can you say it one more time? Say yeah, one more can time. Can you repeat it please? I'm really trying here. Uh yes, you get you get one repeat. Uh I have cities but no houses. I have mountains but no trees. I have water but no fish. What am I? What's the first part? Cities with no town? Okay, yeah, fine. City. You get two repeats. <laughs> I have <laughs> cities, write it, write it down, but no houses. I have mountains, but no, no trees. Okay, 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 okay. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Mm. Can I make a history check to roll for a hint? <laughs> give me, give me a raw intelligence check. Oh, damn it! Uh, ten. You start, you start looking around just to see if like anything in the room like kind of like uh, piques your piques your interest at all. And uh, uh, you spot the um, the coloring book uh, that Tippy got earlier, and on the back of it is a uh, a crudely drawn children's map of uh, of the town. The, the coloring book, the, the book, the book. Tippy, what? Tippy, the coloring book. Get the coloring book out. What? Okay. And it's I a history pull. of Waterbridge. The history of what? The town right. Give me the book. Oh, I, see, I see you're showing me the map on the back of the book. Yes, that's correct. Oh, oh my map. God. It's a oh, map. This was great. Oh, oh my God. It's, it's a map. So it's much a map. fun, everyone. <laughs> okay, next one. No. Oh, that's it. Bro, I'm going the in. The more you take, <laughs> the more in. you leave behind. Uh, what am foot, I? Footsteps. It is footsteps. Yes. I'm impressed with all of you. All right, next one. I'm tall when I'm young and short when I'm old. What am I? Bro. A tree? I'm pacing, trying not to like just. <laughs> All right. I want to go up to the door and and stab it with my shadow dagger. <laughs> you try to stab it? Yeah, I want to just. I want to stab I the need door. this. And I try to hold him back. <laughs> you get one last, one last guess. Wait, are you trying to stab it? Well, I'm going to let him. He's going to stop me for a second, but I'm like, I'm mid like. Wait, whoa, whoa, no, 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 you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Hold on, hang on, hang on. I'll give you an easy one. I'll give you an easy one. All right, all right, we don't need just, easy ones. We need to go by. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you an easy one. one. I'll give you an easy one. It's okay. One. It's okay. Uh, just, just, just easy, easy with that. Okay, those things are sharp. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 the more you take, the more you leave behind. What's that? Oh my Next God. one. That's it. <laughs> God. I, I try to open it. the door. I stab it so hard. What did you say, Frippy? Can I just open it? See if it just opens. Yeah, it opens. Wait, where are you going? Where, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm so lonely. <laughs> oh my god! As I still stab it. I don't care. <laughs> as we walk past it, like, no, no. Tippy's like, "Oh my god, it's a candle. It's 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 new, and then it's tall, and then you melt the candle, and yes, it comes old." Yes, it was a candle. Come back and let's talk about how it was a candle. <laughs> the, he didn't give me oh any god. friends. Oh What's the point of having a sentient door if the door doesn't even lock? I walked out the hallway. Well, it clearly worked on <laughs> stopping us from going past it. So I mean, I, please, I, I just need someone to talk to. Avikon didn't give me any friends. Who? He he said who? What? What was that name? 
Who didn't it, give you friends? Was, uh, the, the more you take, the more <laughs> you leave me. My, my feet slap over rapidly. What she said? All right, 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 all right. The more you know, no, uh, no, no, that's not gonna work. Okay, okay. No, Lord Vacon. He's a, he's a demon. He's the one who's put me here in an effort to keep you out. Why, Lord he's, Vacon? He's a trickster. Mm. Like, he likes to gamble and he preys on desperate men. Hey, I got a quick question for you. You you ever you know who? Amal is right. He's who lived here before we. Would you know who? His assistant. You know his name. <laughs> I, I've met no assistants. No, just know that if if I did meet his assistant, I would have uh, at least given the uh, uh, the 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 politeness of asking for his name. So uh, I, I do not know it. <laughs> Damn, that's false. Like false. You didn't even ask our names. Yeah, false. Uh, the wow. more you take, <laughs> the more you leave behind. Here's a riddle. What's our names? <laughs> I, uh, I ask the questions here. Listen, I am listen. the doorkeeper. I so stare when, at him with my when, soulless eyes. Listen, is Amal still here or what's down this way? The person who invented it, he's in the back room, doesn't want it. The person who bought it, he's locked himself away just to keep himself safe. Just like, just kind of go. Uh, the person who <laughs> bought it doesn't need it. The person who needs it doesn't know it. Please, the fact, it will kill me if you just, just, just go, just go. Wow, this riddle's it? hard. I guess, you know what? We're going to study and we're going to come back. And I shut the door on the other side. Just another couple millennia of this. <sighs> I, I kicked the door on the other side and just shut them up. Oh. <laughs> you guys successfully solved the lonely door puzzle. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I guess we like, keep traveling down the hallway to the back sure. room. So it's just another hallway. What's in this next room? Uh, yeah, so past him, this is now the um, the main area of the church. This is where 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 services will be held, and people can go and and you know pray for their for their respective oh. gods. This is this is, is there a, like pews and stuff. Uh, exactly, but they, but they are they are tipped over. Um, mm. Drapes are tattered, stained glass is shattered. Um, there's ominous organ music playing. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's faint, but you hear it, even though there's nobody at the organ. Having PTSD all of a sudden. <laughs> it's dark in here, right? <laughs> and there is a, I'm just going to say humanoid figure. Can't really tell exactly what this is, but he is standing with his back towards you uh, at the altar. Hmm. Well, we don't need that guy. We need to go in the back room. So uh, I put on my, my goggles, which is just my two hands. And uh, look around. <laughs> he and just, uh, he puts his hand up. It's like, stop. What? Who are you? Uh, well, I mean, the door didn't ask questions. I asked the questions here. Who are you? I promise you, the door asks several questions. That's his job. Oh, so you work here. And mine, he turns and pulls his hood. Um, it is it is human, but he's looks unwell. Mm. His face is kind of twisted. His eyes are black. So my job is to stop you. However, I need to. He's sort of like twitching. I am the Herald of Vacon. And this is where you stop. Every roll initiative. Oh. 15. Ropey with a 15. Oh my god. I, I rolled a 16. I'm just so happy it's not an 11. I rolled <laughs> a 13. So he is going to take his cloak, toss it. Uh, he is going to cast Hold Person on Fruby. Oh, okay. 
That's a charisma saving throw, right? What the wisdom saving? Damn. Negative one. <laughs> uh, oh, no. oh, but I'm proficient in it. Nice. Damn so, plus one. Three. Three's not going to do it. Okay, so you are paralyzed oh. while I have the spell up. Okay. All right, that is the Herald's turn. Uh, this is going to go up to a ribbon. Um, how close is he? Is he in running stabbing range? Uh, yeah, so I'll say the the church room uh, total is about 50 foot square. Um, and you guys got about halfway up before he stopped you. So you guys were, you guys were dead center in the room. Mm. And he's towards the front by the altar. All right, I'm going to do... He's normal humanoid looking guy, right? Except just a little messed up. Yeah, you can tell he's uh, pr- like closest to human. Maybe if, if, uh, if a bit gaunt. I'm going to get about 10 feet within range of him. Sure. So I'll probably have to move up a little bit. And as I move up, I'm going to uh, cast Earth Tremor. Oh. Yeah. So Earth Tremor, each creature other than you in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is not prone. Cool. So he has to do a dexterity saving throw of 13. 16. Dang it. And then nothing happens if he passes it. Okay. So then that's my move. Poopy, you are up. I'm incapacitated, so I really can't do anything. I try to croak, but it doesn't work. And I'm like, help. Help. This hurts. This hurts. Help me. Help. And I pass my turn. And at the okay, and at the end of his, the end of your turn, you can make another wisdom saving throw. Yay! Eleven. Eleven passes. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Don't forget, you're only level three. You don't need a whole lot. <laughs> this was balanced for level three. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I croak and end my turn happily. All right. Um, we're up to Tippy. All right. So Tippy, he crack. He puts his hands together and he cracks his knuckles and he rubs his hands together and he says, "All right, let me see if I can do something real quick." And he is going to cast. Um, suggestion on the uh, foe um, so the he uh, the person needs to make a wisdom saving throw of a DC 13 sure wisdom that is a nat one I'm so sorry oh baby okay I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna embellish that um, okay then yeah um, I'm just gonna say hey uh, you know you should go talk to that door over there it's it's got some really really good questions that I think you should maybe consider um, of playing a game with them and even with like a, with like a crooked smile and like a like a twisting kind of like jerky motion head I will talk to the door uh, it's back up to the herald um, he goes I must talk to the door he, uh, he's going to take a dash action uh, run right past you guys, so you guys can all get tax opportunity. Yeah! I will definitely take one. Um, a Rupin first. 19 to hit. That's gonna hit. Woo! It does 6 piercing damage. Done. Uh, Fruby? Uh, yeah, I also have a dagger, and it's gonna be an 11 to hit. What the That's heck? That's gonna go over. As a Rupin's stabbing him, you you think he's gonna keep going, but a Rupin stabs him, stabs him first, and you just, like, stab to where you think he's gonna be. You're too early. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Tippy rolls a nat twenty. <laughs> oh, let's go. Uh, that's gonna be six damage. That's doubled. Yeah, it's two dice. Yeah, because uh, the quarterstaff has uh, it's a d six minus one, so I rolled six. All right, so he's gonna finish his uh, sixty feet of movement, uh, make it to the door, and just a quick uh, it's like 
Hello, door. The door's gonna go, uh, uh, I, I have, uh, 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 I wasn't, wasn't <laughs> expecting to talk again. Uh, I have, uh, I can fly without wings. I can cry without eyes. Wherever I go, darkness follows me. And the, uh, the herald is gonna just stare the door right in what, what his eyes would be. He goes, I don't give a shit. And just kicks the door and goes back to you. It turns back towards you guys. It was, Fuck. it was a cloud. <laughs> I said, it was a cloud as, he just, as the door slowly closed. Uh, that is the Herald's turn. It's a wonderful picture. Um, now, having fulfilled uh, his suggestion, he is back to normal. Uh, Ruben. That's me. I'm going to get within 15 feet of him, but making sure that uh, there's no casualties. Uh, on the left or right side of him when, you know, trying to get in a nice cone shape, you would yeah, say. I'll let you finagle that. To where it's not going to hit anybody. I know what you're trying to do. And yeah, you're, you're, you are uh, familiar enough with how your own magic works to where you can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, tired of all the shenanigans going on and finally the, uh, the itchy fire that's been on my mm -hmm. finger, I cast Burning Hands. He has to make a dexterity saving throw of 13. Actually, a nat 20. Did he really? Uh, wow. It's all good. So, uh, on a failed save, he takes half of the damage, which was... Oops. This is uh, Burning Hands? Yes, so he takes four damage. Uh, he is hurt. He is not looking good. Uh, Fruppy, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to use my class ability as my eyes become more soulless and the sounds of water rush into the room, I'm going to summon from the depths of mystical shadow water <laughs> a tentacle of the deep as my action and a large kraken tentacle bursts out of the ground. This is an ability I get from my otherworldly patron, which is a fathomless, which is a kraken. Mm -hmm. And the ability that it gives me is that I'm able to summon a tentacle up to my proficiency modifier, and it can move within 10 feet or attack as my bonus action. And it's a okay. giant tentacle that does um, cold damage. It does 1d8 plus three cold damage. So I summon it, I can summon it anywhere within 30 feet of me. I'm going to summon it in front of him yep. as my main action, and he is going to attack with a large tentacle swipe. Sure, go for it. Ah, it's gonna be 14? 14 hits. I rolled an 11 again. What? <laughs> It's such an average roll, too. Like, it's so, like, not fun. It's <laughs> nice. It's going to be eight points of cold damage. Ooh. How do you want to do this? The tentacle comes up. My eyes become uh, black as the night as this water shadowy essence uh, surrounds me. The tentacle summon. It grabs and wraps him up. And like in the Hulk in the Avengers movie, just like, bah, bah, yeah. bah, bah, <laughs> sends him into the camp. Beautiful. Yeah, the, 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 the Herald of... Um, the Herald of Vacon. Is uh is gone, so you're now in just in this, this empty, destroyed. Actually, uh, it took you guys a while to hit him. Uh, I'm gonna retcon a little bit. Um, as soon as you guys hit him the first time, as he was running through you, the illusion of uh the the tattered, the tattered drapes, the organ music, uh, the general destruction, the illusion drops. That was oh. him. That was him making you think the place was destroyed. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> man, I do feel bad about stabbing the floor back there uh the stab the, the stab on the floor is still there oh, oh god i hope that doesn't come out of our cut so that burning hands thing oh geez <laughs> uh, i take a i take a glance behind me <laughs> look at the 
Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a little, little singed. I can't believe that guy destroyed that hallway. That's crazy. <laughs> you hear that door? He, he he's he's casting all sorts of stuff. He's messing up the the corm in here. Uh, I I cast uh, fire magic, and I'm a huge dick, and I'm dead now. What am I? <laughs> this guy. Oh, um, I know this one. Yeah, oh, that guy. You got it. It is that guy. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, we're we're, no, friends. we're friends now. No. Uh, pushing yeah. it, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say? Life has many doors. Uh, the, the, the next one is: there's four of us, and we're best friends. We keep, what are we? Going. Wait. As yeah, as go. he's talking, I'm go. I'm looting the looting the body. See if there's anything of worth on it. <laughs> sure. Oh, um, that's a good one. But uh, go ahead, take a short rest. Um, I, I will. You know the the conditions and in. in where things are right now will not allow for a long rest, but you guys can take like 10 minutes to bandage yourselves up, fix uh, fix whatever uh, magic components that, uh, anything that resets on short rest, you guys can go ahead and reset that. Uh, yep. Well, yes. I, I'm actually I'm actually full HP, which is good. Cool. I definitely needed that. I'm feeling just as pristine as I went in. All right. So uh, after getting yourselves psyched up and healed up and everything, um, you notice the door in the back of the uh, of the altar, and uh, it's pretty obvious that this is where um, Amal was hiding. So, um, any final preparations before you go in? Uh, right before we go in, I'm gonna cast my pact of the weapon and get it ready. Sure. You know, only last a minute, just in case we get into some quick combat. Sure. I guess like, would we know? Like, we're obviously making a lot of noise out here, fighting and stuff. Like. Would it be safe to say Amal knows we're coming? You have no way of knowing for sure, but it's you, you haven't really surprised anybody yet. I mean, remember yeah. the last time we were in that cave and we didn't think they were waiting for us, and then boom, we got ambushed by a bunch of bugbears. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. They, they, but, they, I mean, he knows we're coming. Come on. Yeah, but yeah, I, you know, I was gonna try to do something and try to get him surprised, you know. But yeah, you're right. He probably just knows we're coming. We'll surprise him next time. I promise. I promise. And I rub right, uh, right, Tibby's right. shoulders. All right, fine, fine, fine. Let me just roll this up for you. Hold on. I want to roll up his uh, his long robe. <laughs> no, just leave it. I'm growing into it. it. If you tuck it into your boot, you won't trip on it right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I tuck it like in my waistband. So it's just like, <laughs> it just like, it's totally just making me look like I just, I'm all <laughs> bulgy and it just <laughs> looks stupid. You look so nice. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do a little twirl. We're moving in then. Yeah, I'm. I'm going last though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's the, what's the marching order? Uh, I'll go in first. Sure. I feel like I'm a little bit beefier than the others. So sure, as sure. I open a door, I clench my hand like I'm turning on a laser sword from Halo, and my uh, packed weapon comes out. Sure. All right. So you open up, uh, going into another um, smaller altar. Uh, this seems more like a, like a private quarters for for more intense, more ritualistic type stuff. Um, and you do see Amal, and he's facing the door, uh, almost waiting for you. Oh, looks like we weren't going to surprise him. My my ATF friends, hello. Oh, hi, Amal. I'm sorry I missed breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Was it good? Amal, what is going on, man? You can't tell. I got my wish. Your wish. The problem was, instead of getting things that I wanted, I just had to change what I wanted. And then your wish is already fulfilled. What does that even mean, man? 
I was obsessed with saving Whitebridge. Uh-huh. And now, with Whitebridge's demise imminent, I already got my wish. <laughs> it, uh. You get it. You understand. The problem was wanting peace in the first place. Guys, I think he got loony. I'm not I gonna think lie. he's crazy. Yeah, I definitely think he's crazy. Yeah. We just and with that, uh, everybody's roll initiative. We're just gonna go in. We're gonna, right gonna in. go in. We're going in. <laughs> Ooh, six. I got a ten. I got a thirteen. So as you guys kind of square off, um, not only is Amon, uh, uh, sorry, Amal, um, you know, just bracing himself for what's coming, his shadow raises up and squares himself against you all. So, oh, oh so, <laughs> oh, so we're fighting a bigger shadow now, and the ones we fought earlier were four shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. There's only three of us. Because we fought them before. Huh? And I'm jumping up and down. <laughs> uh, Tippy, you're up first. All right. So what I'm going to do is I am going to cast a level two magic missile. Oh, wow. Um, can I hit two yes. different targets with e- each, it? So you have, you, uh, with level two, you're going to have four missiles. Each one can go wherever you want. Awesome. So I'm going to do two and two. So the first two are going to attack the shadow. Um, so that's three damage and then uh, four damage. So seven damage okay. total. And then the ones for a mall are uh, three damage and five damage. So eight damage. Great. Oh, thank God. It's a little ping, 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 ping. And he's just like, you, you don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I thought you were a cool guy, man. You don't know how cool I am. Because uh, you're not. Urban, you're up. Okay, I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath on myself. And I'm going to move up until I'm within 15 feet of them and try to hit both of them in front of me. So they have to do a dexterity saving throw of a 13. Sure. And I'm going to do acid damage. Oh. So the shadow, uh, shadow gets an eight, a mall gets a 14. On a fail save, half damage on a success. So it was- Half on success, okay. 13 damage is what I roll. Uh, it's gonna be a Rupin's turn. Fruppy, you're up. Yeah, so I'm gonna be like, all right, wow. Great job, team. I'm going in. And I just do a long jump, 25 feet up until the altar to get right next to Amal and the giant shadow. And I'm going to cast a spell called the Arms of Hadar. And what this does is casting oh, yeah. at second level. They need to make a strength saving throw. They take half damage on a successful one, but uh, if they fail, they cannot take any reactions until the end of their next turn. Okay. You need to speed a DC 12. Shadow goes first. Yeah, it's a five nice. and Amal. Four. Uh, they're going to take 12 points of necrotic damage. Uh, the shadow will take zero. Okay. Maul will take the full. Nice. And as a bonus action, I will summon another tentacle to fight by my side. Cool. Dark fathoms open beneath us, and a large, gooey tentacle comes out. And that's the end of my turn. This will be the shadow's turn. With you right in front of him, he's going to go after you. He's going to attack you with a strength drain. So that is a... Uh, 16 to hit. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna hit. Seven plus two is nine necrotic. That will, yep. And it's going to reduce your strength by 
Uh, just one. Nice. Okay. That's it for the shadow. And now it is Amal's turn. Uh, as a bonus action, he's going to cast Spiritual Weapon. He's going to make a melee spell attack against you, Fruppy. I like to see him try. 16. Ooh, he succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hit you for 10 force damage. Oh, jeez. Uh, then he's going to attack with his real, with his real mace. 14. That's on the money. 1d6 is 4. However, he's going to expend using his divine eminence um, one first level slot to do an additional 3d6. 3d6? Yep. <laughs> it's an additional 12. Ooh. I didn't hear no bell as I'm, <laughs> I'm at 1 HP. All I was right. going to say, I think that's 19. Mom. Not a, I'm not a stats guy, but <laughs> that was not fun. That's it for them all. Uh, <laughs> Tippy, you're up. All right. Um, so I would like to go ahead and I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast Firebolt at them all. Sure. And that is a 22 to hit. That hits. And that is 10 damage. He's not looking great either. I don't want to have to do this, Amal. I thought you were cool, but it turns out you're just. A loser. The G-sticks were filled with lies. <laughs> Seriously. For the first time, I see the truth. You just need to see it with me. I repent you're up. It's a Ruben's turn? Yep. All right. The sword uh, or uh, spectral weapon that's out, I'll go ahead and just use a chilling touch on it to try to hit it. It's a cantrip. It's, it's, it's not really something you can target. No. Oh, it's not? Oh, okay. No, it's, it's, a, it's like it a spectral was... thing. Like, it's just looks like okay. light. Then I'll hit uh, the Amal. I'll attack Amal with a chilling touch. I rolled a 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Ooh. How much damage? Ooh, eight. That's the most I could do. Yeah. He is looking hurt. So that will be... I'm going to use my uh, sorcery points to do quicken spell. So mm-hmm. I get to uh, cast another spell mm-hmm. as a bonus action so i'll go ahead and cast uh you know what we'll do do some some different we'll do ray of frost okay so that is an 18 to hit on ray of frost 18 is actually gonna hit Ooh. hey and then Ooh. i'll roll and it got a five that is everything i can do yeah. <laughs> it's enough and is it enough it's where enough. I can move also and get in a great position to do my cone of damage without uh, a liability in my way? Uh, it's enough so that you can tell me how you want to do this. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. Oh. Um, so a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks towards uh, Amal and uh, freezes him in place. And as the last bit of light hits him, he starts to crack and falls to pieces. It's not that powerful of a spell. <laughs> no, but still. Uh, it does hurt him a lot and knock him over. And he is. <laughs> but you're not getting, you're not getting sub-zero out of this. I'm all for fatality moments, but uh, not, a, not on that spell. Yep, yep. Um, but he is, he is down. In the face. Um, you do still have the shadow, though. So, Fruppy, you are up with the shadow right in front of you. I'm going to use my main action to down a potion. Get the full benefit of yep. it. Take a 10. Yeah. A strong, oh my God, a strong 11. Dude, that number is haunting right now. Jesus. 
uh, at a strong 11, I'm going to use my bonus action, uh, my tentacle, and I'm going to make the tentacle attack the shadow. Sure. Uh, and it's going to be oh, a dirty 20. Uh, that's going to hit. Yeah. It's going to deal nine points of cold damage. And it's it's going to deal. Max it in its face. Four points of cold damage. Wait. That's not what I said. <laughs> I say that. That's your turn? Yes. Yes, right. that is my turn. Yeah, without a leader, he's uh, he's just going to start flailing and just hitting whatever's closest to him, which right now is Fruppy still. So he's going to mm -hmm. take his drain attack on you. It's a 16, 18. Yep, 18 will hit. Cool. Barely. <laughs> uh, five, six, seven necrotic. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. okay. Cool. And reduce your strength by one more. Cool. All right. Uh, that's Shadow. We're back up to Tippy. All right. Um, I think I'm just going to look, uh, just kind of like assess the situation. Um, I'm going to look at Fruppy and be like, can I administer a health potion as sure. a bonus action? Yeah, you still roll for it. Okay, um, cool. So I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to, well, first off, I'm going to first level cast Mage Armor on um, Fruppy. So you're not wearing armor, are you, Fruppy? Leather armor, but it'll oh. it'll be increased. Okay. Um, so I'm casting Mage Armor on you. Um, so that's uh, 13. AC becomes 13 plus Dex modifier. Yep. Um, and 16. then um, I'm going to go ahead and pour a bonus action a potion um, into your mouth to give you help. Wow. Uh, so that's going to be 7 HP. So you get the 7 HP back. Nice. Nice. Didn't even hurt. Thank you. Yep. Look at the ATF playing together. ATF. IT pose. <laughs> I flex my tattoo on my, on my <laughs> giant mouth. <laughs> I dab. I am the T in the ATF, so. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's your turn? Yeah. Uh, Arabic. Finally, wait, so I can do my breath now because of, of this, sure. right? Cool. Dexterity saving throw of 13. 14. Uh, yes, half. So he takes two damage. What kind? <laughs> Acid. He takes one damage. Oh, wow. Okay. That's my turn. I'm, I'm good. Fruppy. Ooh, okay. Uh, with my newfound help, my brother Tippy, I am going to... Oh, you know, I'm just gonna attack him with my sh uh, my patch of the blade with my rapier. I'm just gonna go in. I'm just gonna yeah, attack. I'll do, I'll it. do it. Do it. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Nice. Eleven. Eleven again. Eleven magical <laughs> slashing damage. How you wanna do it? Ooh. Uh, I use the my uh, fathomless tentacle uh, as a launch pad, and I jump up a glorious twenty-five feet into the sky, and I come down. Link to the past style and dash with the rapier. Yeah, the shadow just dissipates. So, uh, ATF. And you are, you are out of combat. Yeah, we did it. So you have a, a, a Maul's body on the ground. Semi-frozen, but intact. Is he alive? No. Mm. You, you did him in. A, in. In front of you guys, actually in front of him, but like between between you guys. <clears throat> um, it's going to be like, like, like a spectral projection uh, of a demon. And so you you can you can see right through him. He's incorporeal, um, and here's a demon just you know uh, rolling a gold coin along the back of his knuckles. He's like, "So you did what you had to do, huh?" That's right, cool guy. Poor bastard. Had it coming though. Oh, who who are you? Yeah, uh, who are you? I was, just, 
Yeah, I was gonna ask the same thing. Did my herald not introduce me? I'm Vekon. I thought the other guy was Vekon. Yeah, wait, what's going on here? No, I think that was his habitier. Did my herald? He's, he's the one who announces me. You know, announce me. Mm. But Olamal here just wanted to play a little game. He was desperate. He needed that wish. I was here to offer it to him if he wins. Wins, wins what? Yeah, wins what? You can call it a card game. You can call it a stacked deck. He knew that a wish was the, was the grand prize. He drew, he drew poorly. Why don't you go check his pockets? Tippy walks over and starts searching, running his pockets. There's a pocket on this on the inside, with uh, what feels like a stiff piece of paper. Um, can I grab it and try to take a look at the piece of paper? You see, on one side, it's um, it's it's ornate. There's just a design on the back. There's no text. It's just a beautifully drawn, ornate design. When you flip it over, um, there's an image of a scale and just the word balance. Vekon calls to you. You guys recognize that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. N- no, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, you you would have come across this um, uh, in your in your wizard school. Uh, this is a card from the deck of many things. Wait, it's magic. This is more than magic, son. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tippy turned into Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. It's magic. Oh, wow. <laughs> Trying to have a moment, guys. Yeah. I've, I've, I've played this game with a few other desperate people, and some have had their success. Others, not so much. The only way to beat the game is to play. But we're all out of cards. And the card won't work again until the deck is complete. You can save him and this town and this war. You just want to shuffle up and take another shot at it. Mm. Ah. Mm. Eh. Seems like a bunch of risk. Well, the cards are scattered among the men who've used them. Well, men and other things. They don't work until they're all completed again. So, others will be looking for the cards, including that one in your hands there. And some are scarier than them all here. Oh, jeez. Where we get ourselves into, brother? So... Maybe it's your duty to keep it out of worse hands. And if you're already playing, why not wager a bit? You need the spears. Oh no, we're in the game. Yeah, wait, what is... What, <laughs> boys? I think... I don't know what's going on right now. So you hear uh, you hear footsteps coming from the uh, from the main room. Uh, uh, guys, you, are you okay? Amal? Who was that kid? Who was that? It, it, it's me from before, you remember, right? Don't come in unless you announce your name. Yeah, yeah, we need to be able to make sure it's your real person after what we just went through. That sounds like something a trickster demon would say. Why don't you call my name and I'll know if if it's really you. (laughs) Hold on, I'm getting... Oh, there's a lot of noise in here and uh, I just start knocking stuff over. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on, we gotta fix this. Uh, He he runs in anyway. Guys, it's me, Fario. Oh, Oh, Fario, thank God. Thank God. Uh, Is... Is Amal okay? Uh, Define okay. Is he still evil? Nope. Nope. He's not. Well, I got, <laughs> we got good news and bad news. Yeah. yeah. I, I suppose I can infer the bad news. Uh, the, uh, he, the, mon, the demon killed him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm. The good news is that he's yeah. not evil anymore. 
That is that is good news. Well, he was in no position to lead as he was, but I do fear the fallout of his demise. We have to pick up from here. Shall we get to it then? I I I I guess so. I'm gonna end the session there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> this, kind of, this kind of leaves us with, uh, you know, do Oof. we go after the deck? Mm. I like this. It gives it like. Yeah, it sets such a, you know, story and adventure ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if it. you ever need a prologue, here it is. Yeah, no yeah. kidding, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like a, um, it's like a good setup for like a huge adventure. Yeah. Um. So I, we, we are going to do a uh, bonus episode, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about yeah. everything in the after show. Cool. But so I'll, first, I'll save all the good stuff for that. Yeah, but first, what we're gonna do is we're gonna shout out Jason again. Jason, thank you for hey, me. being an yes. uh, awesome DM. A lot of fun, a lot of fun, cool combat. I had a, I had a lot of fun uh, playing my character. Oh, thank you for allowing me to be a tiny frog, a little grung. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and shout out your stuff again? Yeah, the, uh, the new show is going to be called Hello Adventurers, and it will be available on all podcast platforms as well as a full video for each episode on YouTube. Uh, at the time of this episode, uh, we have not started yet. We're looking for a mid-January 2024 release. So if you head over to uh, bio.link slash helloadventurers, and I'm sure there'll be a link in the show notes, um, you can get on our mailing list and be notified when we do drop. And in the meantime, you can send us a voicemail to use on the Hello DMs episodes. Yeah. Or you can catch up on old Curmudgeons and Dragons episodes that are already available. I was all 111. Yeah, start with, start with Tony's. <laughs> episode episode one eleven. His story was uh, uh actually Yo, from this podcast. I don't want to hear eleven ever again. Okay, after this. Oh, episode. wow! <laughs> it's really following us a That's crazy. Yeah, that's what it was. You get one eleven, then you get another eleven. <laughs> it's just the amount of elevens rolled in this episode is astronomical. Crazy. Yeah, it was at yeah. least like six. Crazy. That's uh, that's astronomical. I mean, in that one picture, that's what four, five. In actually, that one yeah, picture. true, 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 true. All right, I have I a lot. My six rolls were eleven. I have so <laughs> many things about this I want to talk about. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Let's bring it on over. Yeah, All we're right. gonna go ahead and end this session there, and we're gonna shoot over to the Patreon supporters. Everybody for listening. Thanks for the love and support. Everything in between, and we will catch you next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Later. Goodbye. Welcome to the Patreon shoutouts, read by Dan this month. We're going to start with the Blood Shard Bandits. A small creature zips through jagged caverns of obsidian stone deep within the Underdark. It sniffs around a sparkling pool of magic unknown until stopping towards the farthest edge. A gold amulet with a family crest lay halfway submerged at the water's edge. The fox lifts its head, turns its glowing eyes towards the shadows, and yelps for its companion. A dark elf tiptoes through the shadows and says, Good boy, we're getting close. Morgan Ulthil pats the fox gently and reaches for the amulet. Artemis is next, and for the first time in 10 years, he has decided to use his vacation time. That's right, he is off on a personal quest to find Kemi Joe, who hasn't been back to the Sigic College in two weeks after a trip to Lord Baron's Divider. Artemis has a bad feeling about this. 
Next is another new member, Rocco the Croco. This giant lizard folk druid has just finished fending off a pitiful attack from the Kuatoa on his tribe. As his brothers pick on one of the smaller attackers, Rocco speaks up. Hey guys, uh, can, can I talk to you about something? One of the brothers ignores him. <laughs> Rocco, look, I can juggle three Kuatoa at the same time. Rocco shouts, I'm leaving the tribe! The Kuatoa falls to the ground as his tribe stares in disbelief. Benjamin Hayes is next, aka the Dread. The Black Dragon is strong, stronger than the Dread was ever ready for. Just when he thinks a blow will land, the Dread cuts through smoke. He wasn't able to turn in time before the claw strikes from behind. The next thing he knows, he is walking, hand in hand with someone, but he feels small. His mother walks beside him. Is, is this a dream? Alara rushes through the chapel halls, checking every window and every secret door. There is no sign left by this thief. She opens the main door with a thunderous kick and surveys the forest as wind whistles through the trees. No one to be seen, but then she hears a laugh from behind. Whipping her body around, Alara stares in horror as the illusion falls and a hooded figure appears next to the shard she thought had been taken. A smile within the hood and a snap of a finger closes the main door. Dylan Snyder, aka Reese Evergon, the wandering bard, finds himself surrounded after a mission gone wrong. Actually, the mission was quite successful, but it appears the lady he chose to flirt with tonight is one of the cultist's girlfriends. Yikes. Several angry bar patrons crack their knuckles and brandish their daggers, but just as they lunge towards the musician, he disappears in a sparkle of smoke. Julius Kendrick tosses a pouch of gold coin to a hooded figure as they leave the alley. With no one around, in the dead of night, he might as well use it here. With an evil smile and the flick of his wrist, Julius lights his newfound lantern. Back to the fell, he whispers. Reigns creeps through the sewers late at night. He shouldn't be working so late, but how else will the job get done? There's one unmarked tunnel left to explore. Rains nearly drops his torch when he finds the nest. The eggs begin to hatch. He turns to leave, but the entrance is paved over. A croak can be heard, and as he turns once more, a giant slod emerges from the water and rushes forward with a giant bite. Rains wakes in a cold sweat from the nightmare? And yes, stares in anguish at his now amphibious claws. Next are the Sigic College alumni. Andrew Hall is our first Sigic College alumni, and yes, the first senior wizard in the past 10 years to retake a class after failing. He will not have to delay his graduation, and his scholarship remains intact, but his pride not so much. It's going to be a really awkward one wizard class this summer. Charging in is Sakajewa, who has just finished submitting the paperwork to form his own Rocket Boot League team at the Sigic College. Several artificers have already agreed to help build an arena for their magic architecture class project. The next alumni is Patrick Wennerstrom. The punk has left Aramore to go on tour. All the jazz was cramping his style. His band's first gig is in Gilo at the Omega Beaker Phi House. Robert Crisp is making great progress in his Baguette Colony project. However, the day has finally come. He is out of grant money. Hopefully, the Sigic College is feeling very generous. 
saying Chaos is no longer trying to get out of jail after the booming success of his toilet wine business. In fact, his bail has finally been paid by someone who wants to turn his small business into an empire. Scoot Doot is new to South Trillis and scooting their way to Lelouch's farm and vineyard. Will this be their final destination or will they be venturing on to the next town come morning? Sly is next and has shape-shifted into a were-raccoon to blend in with the crowd. He likes the jazz band, but this place looks worse for wear after a fire has occurred. He should leave before things get too hairy. And last but not least are the Humbrea's heroes. Abdurrahman is working on a theft potion retrieval potion and offered it to Alex Dredd to help in his pursuit of the recent theft potion thievery. Alex Judge Dredd is on the case and takes the potion with pride. When asked what the potion does exactly, Abdurrahman simply said to throw it at the thief and find out. Caleb is heading to his duel with Johnny Tar when a man in dark robes bumps into him. The potion he was holding spills all over the man's robes and surrounds him in a magical mist. Nefarious Ducarius has changed his tune all of a sudden. He apologizes to the man he bumped into and decides he should return the glass at least to that nice potion maker. Man with Glass has begun work on a new masterpiece. He begins walking to Dillmore to get supplies. Sergio Rodriguez waves as Man with Glass walks through the Southern Watchtower. Sergio wonders if he is friends with Man with Stone. Then screams as he realizes blood shards have been stolen. Captain Dandelion smiles as he peeks into his new stolen bag of blood shards. That is just before he slips on something wet. Johnny Tar prepares for his fight with Caleb, packing all of his new potions into his bag. And some silver bullets, just in case. Odimel travels to the next town to sell her new batch of potions. She is also rushing to make the Gilo High School Rocket Boot League match that her cousin is playing in. Milo Thornwhip is excited for the regional championship match for High School Rocket Boot League. He heard college scouts were going to be at the match, so he is going to try his best so he can get recruited to a good school. That is the end of this month's Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to hear your name read here, please go over to patreon.com slash dnd404. That's patreon.com slash dnd404. And you can see all the lovely tiers and rewards we have available. Until next time.